I wanted to jump in here and share a quick uh, Christmas message. Now, even if you're not Christian, this message still, the message here in this podcast will still apply. You can just uh, take from that what you what you will. I am Christian and I absolutely love Christmas. My question for you is, are you a Scrooge? And take a minute and be really honest with yourself. Are you a Scrooge? I personally hope that you are. And I know that uh, kind of set a bunch of people off right there going, wait a minute, you love Christmas and you want me to be a Scrooge? This is Ebenezer Scrooge, the guy who is synonymous with hating Christmas. But let's take a look back at his story, and I'll, I want you to see what I mean by this. Because if you look at the Christmas Carol and the story, Ebenezer Scrooge was a miserly, mean old man. He loved his money. He was, he was a penny pincher. He would not give to charity that came in asking. His own nephew came asking for money, and he refused him. He had his employee, Bob Cratchit, that he was always wanting to come to work and, uh, and paid him hardly anything, wouldn't even pay for to warm the, warm the office up more than just barely being livable. But that, that night, uh, Christmas Eve, he goes home and he is visited by the ghost of his former partner. His former partner shares with him the life that he has in the uh, the afterworld, how he's dragging around the chains that he forged in life. And he warns Ebenezer Scrooge that this will be his future if he doesn't change his ways. He tells him that he's going to be visited by three ghosts the, that following evening. Well, as he goes to bed, he is certainly woken up by uh, the first of the first of the ghosts, the ghost of Christmas past, that takes him back to various points throughout his his past and shows him the story of of where he was and how some of the decisions that he made put him on the path to where he was. For example, he had the love of a the love of his life that it ultimately left him because of his love of money over her. He, he was prioritizing money and, and work more than the relationship. Then he moves up to the present, the present time, and he sees partially what people are thinking about him. He goes to visit his, he sees a party with his nephew and how people are making fun of Ebenezer Scrooge. He also visits the home of his employee, Bob Cratchit, who is incredibly poor they barely have anything. In fact, Scrooge was not even aware of how destitute this family actually was. In fact, they have a uh, son that is that is ill, and they are unable to afford to get him the help that he needs to get better. You see, uh, he sees a point in there where this family, despite having nothing is truly happy and has the love that he does not have in his life. Well, then he goes and sees the future, and he sees an old, unmarked, unkept grave that nobody cares about the person who's there. And he's really saddened by this, that nobody would be even caring about this old man until he finds out that this grave is his own grave. 
And they point out that uh, if he, unless he doesn't change, this is where he is going to be going. And he wakes up, and of course, he has changed. He changes his ways. He's very, very happy that he still has a chance. And so he goes, gets stuff for the. He, he buys a big turkey to take over to the Cratchits. He goes and starts donating his money and being a lot more free. And as the story points out, as you get to the end of this that this this change that he made was a lasting change throughout his life he can he made this change and was able to move forward and so the real message of this story isn't that scrooge is this this ornery old miserly man it's that he changed is he started off in one place and then he was able to actually change his life and become somebody else and that's really why i hope that that we all are Scrooges because we all have things that we want to change about our lives. I mean, I guess nobody is in, is completely content with where they are. If things are going really poorly, you want it to get better. If things are going well, you still want to improve. And so that is the whole moral, the whole uh, crux of the story is we can change and we can get better. Now, the cool thing is, as I look at this story from a coaching perspective, I see some parallels in some of the tools that I work with people on. I look back at, uh, we, we have techniques where we will look back at the past, memories that we have that are clouding the, we look back, when we think back at them, a lot of times we remember what supports the story that we have in our life now. And we have tools that allow us to go back, look at that in different ways where you can get more information that uh, allows you to, to change the perspective on that. You, it, it's called a reframe, and I'll go into more of that later on a later podcast. But if you just think about uh, if you have a picture and you can put a different frame on it that will constrict down what you can see, or you can enlarge in it so you can see more. It really does change what you see in that picture. And so we go back and give more information, allowing us to learn from what we thought really happened. And the same thing happens in the present moment. You can take a look at the present situation, look at it from different perspectives to get additional information. We have an interaction with somebody. Well, what happens if you look at that from their perspective? You have that uh, that whole concept of uh, until you've walked a mile in somebody's shoes. Well, I have tools that allow you to go through and do that to help you look at it from another perspective. And once you have that that additional information, you have more choices allowing you to choose differently. And of course, the future. We can look into the future and do what is called pacing where you can say, if I am here and I continue doing this, what is going to happen in the future? And if I make this change, what is going to happen in the future so that you can play things out and and uh, make tweaks before many times before you even go off and try to do them? So these are really, really good techniques. I actually really do like this story. And uh, I'm realizing now that I need to sit down and pull out the old Muppet Christmas Carol and watch a little bit of that. That's kind of a fun version of it to kind of have some uh, reminder of this. Well, as I finish up here, I do want to point out that I have a new program coming out at the beginning of next, uh, next year 
that is going to incorporate a lot of these things. I am looking for some people to go through through that. If you are interested in just finding out more about that, please contact me. You can uh, email me at uh, you can get hold of me at impossiblewarrior13 at gmail.com. I have another email that I'm in the middle of changing, so I don't want to give that to you right now. Additionally, you can reach me on the social media and contact me that way. Leave a message there, the Warrior Within podcast. Uh, I'm on Facebook and also Instagram. You can give me a call, 801-717-9069. And just during this holiday season, during this Christmas season, Please take a moment to spend the time with family, to really work on those relationships. It's a great time of year. It's also a wonderful time to reflect on what it is you really want, where you are in life, what really matters in life. And with the new year coming up, it's a great time to to branch into where we want to go. We always make those resolutions. It's a great time to plan for that future. And I'm be willing to sit down with you, go through a consult, help you look at what you're doing, and I can show you the really cool stuff. I'm really excited for where this is going, and I look forward to working with a lot of people on this. Merry Christmas. And just remember that The Warrior Within, it's a program designed to help unleash the warrior mentality in all of us. The warrior within is for you.